and welcome to On The Scene, RA's city-focused podcast shining light on electronic music communities across the world. Each month, three individuals will tell us three things about their city's scene. Capturing an entire vibrant dance music community in just one podcast is of course no small task, but we hope to shine a light on these incredible scenes and transport you across the globe through your headphones. My name is Martha and I am a podcast producer and presenter at Resident Advisor. This week we're in Manchester, coming to you from the wonderful School of Electronic Music here. And I'm joined by my trio of Manchester insiders, Sophia Raisin, DJ and RA contributor and writer. Hi, Sophia. Hi. Tracy, who goes by the DJ name Abina and is co-founder of the Manchester-based collective All Hands On Deck. Hello. Hi, you're all right. And Joe, Synchro, producer, DJ and founder of SK1 Record Shop in Stockport. Yeah. Thanks everyone for being here and thank you for bringing us into Manchester's music scene. Uh, very much looking forward to hearing all about what has been going on lately. So the three things that each of you will be sharing today are a party that you've attended in the city in the past month, a piece of music you've listened to recently that is somehow related to the city and one other thing that you want to spotlight about your local scene. So that could be a record shop, a venue or a person. So let's start with your raving experiences over the past few weeks then. Um, Sophia, would you be up for getting us started? What's been a uh, What's been a key dance floor moment for you lately? Mm, so I think a standout night for me over the past few weeks was the White Hotel New Year's Eve party, um, which I was fortunate enough to be on the lineup for. Uh, what I really like about the White Hotel specifically, but all about also about the wider Manchester scene, as I'm sure we'll make very obvious throughout this podcast, is that community is a massive thing. Uh, the lineup was mostly local people. So it's myself, Annabelle Fraser, uh, who's another NTS resident who's amazing, um, Hesker from Castles in the Sky, uh, Connor Thomas and Saar from P13. And then we had Proteus from London come up for that. But it was a really nice mix of different sounds and yeah, it just felt like a real good like community party. Um, and there wasn't a headliner for that as well, which I thought was really cool. Um, everyone just played and enjoyed each other's sounds. Wicked. Um, Tracy? Um, so a night that I've been to uh, this month, I actually haven't been going out that much because I'm broke um, and I'm also quite tired. Um, broken tired. <laughs> broken tired, a big mood. Um, but somewhere where I've been is White Hotel as well. Mm. And that was also for a night where I was playing. Um, and it was the Tom Boogism night called Boogism. And um, some members from my collective were playing, including Anna, uh, who goes by the name of Anna, and Rosa, who goes by the name of Babs. And um, it was just a really, really good night because uh, Tom, for starters, is like a really, really good selector. Mm. And if you haven't listened to him before, check out his NTS show. It's brilliant. Um, and Anna and Rosa were playing like, such great music as well and the energy in the venue was like the one um so yeah that was definitely memorable for me would you tell us a bit more about your collective and what you guys do yeah sure um so my collective's called all hands on deck and what we do is that we run um open deck nights and just general parties and dj workshops for people who identify as women trans or non-binary um and we came up with the idea a couple of years ago um inspired by one in Bristol called Mixed Nights, um, who do like something similar as well. Um, and then we thought we'd bring it to Manchester. It's kind of weirdly blown up, but mm -hmm. it's it's really nice. We've built like a nice little community as well. And 
we always say that anyone that plays at our open deck parties can like immediately join the collective and it doesn't really matter what level of skill you have as long as you like have tunes you're fine mm. you're in the gang so yeah that's mm. us lovely uh joe uh I was going to say something at the White Hotel as well, but like, <laughs> okay, you beat so me to it. Is but, this um, a very important venue around here then? Yeah, it's a good space, yeah, definitely. But um, another good spot is Soup Kitchen. Um, uh, me and my mates put on a night last month with uh, Christophe de Babylon. He was he was headlining. And then it was just basically us lot just doing support. Like, we had a, a little dub dub siren and a space echo and was just like it was a pretty like dank moody vibes in there but it was it was good like really good but yeah soup's definitely a, another good spot in manchester for mm. underground music so do you prefer like smaller venues or i mean a lot of people that ask about manchester's nightlife are gonna be thinking about the warehouse project yeah yeah but you like it in the small rooms yeah definitely yeah like small little vibey rooms are, I think are, I mean obviously it's always good to go to like a big warehouse party and stuff but I always prefer the energy in smaller venues like it's you know a bit more personal do you know what I mean it's yeah it's good mm. how do you guys think the um, energy in Manchester's nightlife scene changes when warehouse project is on or not on um I don't really think it changes that much I mean I feel like a lot of big acts will play at warehouse project and stuff but I guess the flip side of it is that most of your mates then end up playing in like the tinier venues and stuff. So even if there's something happening, you know, during Warehouse Project, people will still be playing at Soup Kitchen, White Hotel or Partisan, which is down the road as well. Um, and they're always really, really good nights and they're a lot cheaper. So mm. it makes it easier to go to that as well. Um, but it doesn't really change much. I don't know if, mm. what everyone else thinks. but Yeah, I think the thing with Warehouse is because it is so massive, People come from all over the country for it. People come from further afield. I personally like wouldn't really describe it as like a Manchester party. It's just a party that happens to be in Manchester. Um, so I don't think there's ever really much, uh, yeah, change with the smaller venues, say Partisan Soup Kitchen, White Hotel, because those people who are going there probably wouldn't even be at Warehouse Project anyway, unless yeah, it was yeah. like some outrageous lineup, which don't get me wrong, of course they have. But um, yeah, I don't think it changes too much. No, I don't think so at all, no. And even if it does, like, because we have, again, White Hotel, even <laughs> if people go to Warehouse Project, they'll be like, oh, right, okay, it's only four o'clock now, let's go White Hotel, which mm. finishes at eight. So you can just keep on rotating between all these venues all mm. the time, yeah. Okay, so no one misses out. <laughs> yeah. So guys, I would love for you to talk me through your normal slash dream night out in Manchester. Um, Tracy, would you be up for going first? Sure. Um, I have to rack my brain. You know what, I'll use an example of a really, really great night out that I went to um, last year, actually. And it was with Strange Rhythms, which is a collective based in Manchester. Um, Chris from Limbo's in it, but people like Craig and I don't know their DJ names, but James and Henzo. Uh, Henzo, no. that's, oh. Henzo and Hans. Henzo, Hans. And Hans. You, you know who you are. You know what I mean? Strange <laughs> Rhythms, brilliant crew. And um, it was, um, I think it was when Hagen was playing and um, someone... Uh, based in Leeds as well they're part of a collective that do similar stuff like All Hands on Deck they're called Equalizer and Tammy is part of them and she was playing there too and the whole night was just brilliant like it was like what three to five pounds to get in for starts which like 
I'm a student, that's brilliant. Um, and like, we were just dancing the whole night. And then afterwards, we just went to like the most beautiful afters because it was at Chris's old place. And it was the last time that we could have a party there. And it was just ideal, like really, really good energy, good vibes, good people, like Henrietta, Afrodeutsche, Tom Bugism, and, and her partner, they were all there. And it was just beautiful. And I think every single time I've got those night outs where... I don't really intend on going, but they end up being cheap and they're right there and all your mates are there. They always end up having a great afters too. <laughs> and I think I think the morale of the story is that my ideal night out ends with an afters. <laughs> okay, so there's a big afters culture here. Yeah, okay. for sure, for sure. Interesting. Sophia, dream night out? Hmm, so, trying to think. Generally, I think in Manchester, something to be aware of is that people are really skint. So if it's if it comes to like a pre-situation, you won't go to a pub, you won't meet at a bar, you'll sit in your mate's living room somewhere and then go out to the party and then, yeah, come back for like an afters that will last days. Uh, yeah, I think I just back what Tracy says, really. Like those afters moments are really special. Uh, when Limbo Radio was run out of, of the house, that was like particularly good for afters because mm -hmm. you'd have like a full setup. Uh, sometimes you'd just be like broadcasting at like six in the morning or probably a lot later. And then you'd like see like, oh, there's like one person listening. And uh, I remember my friend Bink, who DJs as Prower. Uh, she's amazing. I had her on my NTS show once, but she also used to be a limbo resident. I think she was like their first ever resident, mm. actually. Like she's wicked. Uh, she was like dressed as a sort of sea captain and emceeing <laughs> like like at, yeah stupid o'clock in the morning and then we looked and we were like oh no there's actually like five people listening to this afters of like think just like chatting rubbish um but yeah it's very like I'd say that going out in Manchester can be very like silly mm -hmm. but in like a nice way um there's no pretense about it and I think that is consistent across the whole night so like in the club at the afters mm -hmm. at the pre's mm -hmm. like you know people don't take themselves seriously like I'm I'm from London so I have only ever really like been out in like London and Manchester so it's all I can compare it to but yeah I'd say like Manchester is way more relaxed um yeah generally you just be at a club until like eight in the morning go back to your mates be there until eight in the morning the next day probably have like loads of outfit changes and stuff <laughs> like like in in between a nice, uh, a nice shower yeah 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 probably like a, a mid mid-afters shower or something <laughs> yeah um but yeah I'd say like that's probably what like going out feels like up here okay um Joe how is it adding the additional Stockport section to your night out it's good it's good for warm-ups you know it's like uh, we had one recently in December and there was a finders keepers party at the plant shop so like Doug Shipton and Andy Botel Benjamin Hatton and loads of uh, big crate digger dudes were, were playing records at the plant shop and um, my mate wine boy who's got a natural wine store in the marketplace in Stockport he he brought like good few crates of natural wine down so like this is like six o'clock do you know what I mean and then like, everyone's swigging the wine and then train into town after that go for one in soup meet a bunch of heads and then go on to the white hotel and it was a uh, Project 13 with um, Mika Levy, Andy Stott and uh, Dam Dyke Star who absolutely killed it like Sean and Miles just destroyed it but uh, yeah and then back to Stockport, back to the flat and then 
keep it going until the early hours. <laughs> like, yeah. like, there's one thing I'm learning about how you get down in Manchester is like requires stamina. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But we're used to it because it's so cold up here anyway. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's it warms thing. you up. Yeah. That's it. It's just you're saving energy through it, to be honest. Better gas bills. <laughs> Let's move on to the pieces of music that you've all decided to share with us. Um, Tracy, what have you brought along? Um, so one piece of music that I've been listening to is a track from the new Joe Orbison um, EP, which I'm frantically scrolling on my phone for. Um, it's called Burn and it features Infinite and Mansur Brown. And it has like this really nice bassy burial sound in it. And I feel like... Even though Berry was like London based and stuff like that, it still has like that really industrial edge that describes Manchester really well. And one thing that's really great about Manchester is that it's really flat. So you can literally walk everywhere. <laughs> and I just really love walking to this song and because it just energizes me. And it just also reminds me of just like, I don't know, nights that I spent with like mates and stuff in their living room, just listening to tunes and having a really nice relaxing time, which I do a lot. So yeah, that's the main track. Again. of music that you want to share with us it's something it's, it's one of the tracks from my recent album on uh, Apollo Records but uh, I got one of my favourite producers from Manchester to do a remix on the remix EP um, uh, Claro Intellecto he's like um, kind of godfather of Manchester techno he like you know a lot of early releases on uh, Modern Love some of the early Modern Love releases and um, also labels like Delsin and stuff. He's he's put out some really good stuff, but you know he's he's definitely a producer that I look up to that that comes from Manchester, and the whole crew like the Modern Love guys, you know, Damn Dyke Stare and uh, you know Andy Stark, people like that. It's like yeah, it's some of my favourite music to come out of Manchester. And what were you listening to when you first started producing music? <sighs> all sorts a lot of dub and reggae to be honest like but um i kind of came up through the dubstep movement but then kind of moved away from it as it was getting a bit too aggy but uh yeah yeah but there was a lot of good music at that time and like the modern love guys kind of were a big part in me changing direction do you know what i mean because they were doing like stuff that was on the fringes of dubstep but was much more techno orientated um, yeah, and it, I kind of switched up my, my vibe after hearing what they were doing, do you know what I mean? And because they were from Manchester as well, it was like, it felt like a logical pro progression from what I was doing with the dubstep stuff, which was really like a London thing, do you know what I mean? But I feel like they took elements of stuff and kind of really gave it a, a sound that I feel when you hear it, it, like I can hear Manchester in that sound, do you know what I mean? So... Uh, yeah and is that the kind of thing that you stock at sk1 yeah yeah we, we stock all sorts at the record shop but yeah we've definitely got some good manchester techno yeah <laughs> 
Well, you need a section. Right? <laughs> I've thought matches. about it, yeah, definitely. There's enough of it. And um, what's it like being in Stockport? So for those that don't know, as I found out today on the way here, uh, Stockport is well near. Manchester. Yeah, yeah, it's like 10 minutes on the train. And uh, there's a big bridge in Stockport that when it was built, the deal was every train coming out of Manchester has to stop at Stockport. Um, so there's a benefit with that, do you know what I mean? It's pretty easy, like nearly every train leaving Manchester, you can jump on and it'll stop at Stockport. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's not as kind of built up as Manchester. It's a bit more like an old, it's got more like a town vibe to it. You know what I mean? It's not really a city. It's like, there's an old marketplace and stuff like that. So it's quite, it's quite picturesque. But there's still an appetite for buying music in physical form. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's a big history in Stockport because the Strawberry Studios, which was like, one of the most famous studios in in the northwest really you know recorded things like joy division uh even bands like esg recorded there um 10cc godly and creme you know they were basically like the in in-house musicians uh so there's a lot of history in stockport with music and yeah a lot of locals that are still into vinyl so you come across good collections of like just more obscure stuff, you know, like proggy stuff and like psyche stuff and library music and all sorts. Like, yeah, it's wicked. Good. So, for anyone living in Manchester who hasn't been to SK1 yet, it's only one stop away. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia, what have you brought to show with us? Um, so yeah, the track that I selected to talk about today is, um, it's called Wiggle That Thing, and it's by a guy called Terry Perez. Um, it's currently unreleased, but you can still find it online. Um, it's on YouTube, and the only way you can find it is by watching a live performance of Terry uh, performing in the loft space at a club called Hidden. Um, for people as well who have like never heard of Terry. He's actually a carpenter and that's where his studio is. Um, and he makes this like amazing, these sort of like acidy instrumentals that are very like hoods up sort of vibe. Um, but then he sort of shouts over them with like a delay on. Um, and it just reminded me a lot of a, a duo called Suicide. Um, I'm not sure if like people know, but yeah, like Alan Vega um and i can't remember the name of the other guy in suicide so i'm really sorry but alan vega and someone else and they i believe they're from new york or something like in the late 70s used to make like really electronic post-punk and that's pretty much what terry's music sounds like um yeah and he's collaborated a lot with like rough doug um randy marsh as well so yeah i think that's like a very exciting sound that i've not really heard represented in modern dance music at all uh, so yeah that's why I selected that and how did you come across this um so I 
used to be a resident on a radio station called Limbo Radio. Uh, Shouts out to Limbo. (laughs) Is that based in Manchester? Yeah. So that's um, a completely DIY community radio station. Uh, It was ran out of just their front room up until like, what, eight months ago? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. something like that. And now they've got a permanent studio space uh, right opposite Terry's studio in Hidden. And he used to come in like, you know, with his brews and just chat. And then one day, uh, I think, yeah, like Rough Doug was recording him performing his track and Chris, who runs the station, uh, shout out to you, so nice. He's also a wicked DJ, um, plays like 140 and stuff, really good. Uh, Chris was like walking through and like saw them recording it and basically texted me, was like, oh my God, you're going to be obsessed with this. Um, and then as soon as it was on YouTube, yeah, f- they sent me the link over. Um, I think he might have something forthcoming on Rough Cuts, but that's currently unconfirmed. Yeah. Just from your detective. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned radio uh, in Manchester. Mm. Um, so Limbo, I've not heard of. I'm mm. very curious to hear about that because I love radio stations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's also NTS Manchester. Mm-hmm. Do you guys play on that often? Yeah, so I'm a monthly resident on NTS Manchester. I've been a resident for like a year and a half, like coming up to two years. Uh, Tracy, you've done some guest shows Yeah, as well. I've played a couple of times. I played with Tom Boogism in the summer and then my collective also played like a little show, which was really mm. fun to do as well. It's a really nice studio too, mm. like lots of open space and comfy sofas. So, mm. yeah. How important would you say radio stations are to Manchester's music scene? I'd say incredibly important. Um, I have only kind of gotten into the scene over the past few years, but I feel that if it wasn't for radio, I wouldn't feel as comfortable as I do right now. Um, There used to be a radio station called MCR Live where I had a residency and um, they were really supportive in like letting me try things out and like doing lots of mistakes on air. And Chris from Limbo has been super, super Mm -hmm. helpful as well. And the space that they currently have is like so relaxing Mm -hmm. and if it wasn't for radio, I wouldn't be able to like feel more comfortable, be more happy about making mixes and be able to like share that knowledge with people that are part of the collective as well. Because um, we run a lot of our workshops at Limbo and we also have like practice sessions. So it kind of, I think radio ends up being a route for people to like figure out new music, new people, different scenes. And it's kind of built like a really lovely music community in Manchester, I think. I think that if, if it wasn't for NTS and all the other radio stations like Limbo, um, the scene wouldn't be as tight-knit as it mm. is right now. Wicked. I love to hear mm-hmm. it. Um, okay, well, this one's up to you guys. It could literally be anything at all. Um, Joe, what have you brought as your kind of third, your wild card piece? <laughs> I don't know. I was just going to, like, big up Stockport in general. But you, <laughs> you've Stockport already kind of... Big... No, tell us more. <laughs> uh, it's just, I don't know. There's, it's like there's definitely something happening there, you know, like... We, we opened the shop like maybe a year and a half ago, but then there's loads of other independents like magazine shops like Rare Mags, uh, Plant Shop, you know, loads of bars. Uh, another record shop's just opened around the corner, All Night Flight as well. Mm. Um, and 
there's a there's an old school record shop that's up the road from us as well. It's been there for like twenty odd years. So it's just so you know, there's like three good spots and loads of charity shops. So it's like really good spot for digging. Like, um, but yeah, just like you know, there's kind of like a really small scene building there because like we put nights on at our shop. Uh, Tom does little things at all night flight. The plant shop does things. You know, and it's we. I organised a festival last year, with um, you know, we got quite we got loads of people coming through. Like Graham Massey from Eight Hundred Eight State played live. Um, Neo Tantric, which is like Jane Weaver, Andy Votel, and Sean Canty. Um, John Kay did a DJ set in a in an old top shop building in the in the precinct that was like pretty trippy. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's just you know there's definitely something happening there and it's it's cheaper than a lot of spots out out you know around manchester you know so it's like reddish and places like that levenjume it's like like the city's kind of just getting bigger do you know what i mean and stockport's like the next spot i reckon for you know what could be a, a good little scene heard it here first yeah, um, so was that stockport's first music festival uh stockport's first obscure electronic very <laughs> avant-garde music festival yeah yeah like i said we we stockport's kind of got this old like 70s style shopping precinct and and a lot of the big you know big names have left so there's like loads of like it's basically just like a, a dying shopping precinct in a way but um we managed to get uh what was a massive top shop um we got we got that for two weeks and we put um, an art exhibition in there with like um, people like Mr. Penfold, uh, John Powell Jones, uh, Andy Votel did some pieces. Andy Votel's dad gave us some pieces. Like the head of Stockport College Art Department, Ian Parkin, he gave us some stuff. And yeah, it was pretty surreal. And we did we did like a few things in there with, uh, like I said, we did a, a night with John Kay and uh, Sam from Soup Kitchen, who DJs under the name Heron. But yeah, it was it's a vibe. Yeah, we're we going to do it again this year as well. We're in the process of planning the what's what we're going to do this year, and hopefully it's just going to be bigger and better. So sick. What's the name of the festival? Just SK One Festival. Just yeah, keeping it simple. Just postcode like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. So Stockport, basically, that's what we need yeah, to know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you, Joe. Uh, Tracy. Um, so um, my wild card that I've brought with me is a venue and a community space where I volunteer quite often called Partisan, which is just down the road. Um, it's based in Cheatham Hill and Partisan is basically a DIY space um, completely run by its members. And aside from hosting events, we also um, have a couple of offices upstairs where a lot of charities and like organisations related to social justice are based. So uh, a few examples are Safety for Sisters who um, help with women who are um, refugees, asylum seekers or just migrants and who have been affected by domestic violence. They give them advice and they campaign for them and they're a brilliant organisation. ACORN as well, they're a renters union that are based at Partisan and some other political groups are there too. And um, it's just a really lovely community. Like, I think that if it wasn't for Partisan, I wouldn't have started DJing because I went to a workshop there like 
three years ago now mm-hmm. um and it was run by meat free actually and they like did this little workshop for like people who don't, don't identify cis white men mm-hmm. <laughs> and um that's how i got to know people like anna who's in my collective as well and got chatting about music and stuff and kind of got more interested um and all the parties that we run there as well it's all like fundraiser gigs so like all of it goes back to the space which then supports these organizations so some big parties that we've had um over the past few years were like Shanti Celeste, Lakuti, Object and Call Super, Ben UFO as well, who have been like really long time supporters too because they just love the idea. Um, and yeah, I think Partisan is just amazing. The people that are in are amazing. Literally all my friends are from there. Mm. And they are just like a great platform for artists to get to know each other and to build their platform too. Like I think All Hands on Deck started off as like a fundraising party and now partisan is just like our home and we do that there mm. all the time so yeah definitely big up partisan mm. for sure amazing that sounds like an incredible idea i've been to partisan so many times as well and like just to second what tracy said like it's definitely one of the most exciting places i've ever been to yeah even like outside of dance music just a community space that's supporting all these like really important things um but yeah it was where like i started to get all of my first gigs were like at the partisan day parties, which were all fundraisers mm. for the space. Um, yeah, and they really like took a chance on me. And now I guess like, I'm kind of like a resident. Mm. Um, I think everyone's a bit sick of me there because <laughs> I've just played so many times. Like, you've been sick, you've been sick, don't <laughs> but, worry. But exactly, it's like I keep coming back. Like I'm always gassed to do it because it's, yeah, we we know each other through, just through partisan, uh, countless mates. Because as well, all the people who will be staff members on the night they're all volunteers but it's like the same people who go and volunteer again so it's really nice everyone's just dead friendly and yeah, yeah there's nowhere like that that I've ever been and you have a lot of DJs as well including myself who mm-hmm. like do like a two-hour volunteer shift behind the bar and then afterwards just do a st- set straight afterwards yeah. and then people will be like wait you're the person <laughs> that's playing but serving me drinks it's like that's what's about you know there's no like hierarchy that's yeah it. yeah no hierarchical mm-hmm. system or whatever everyone's just equal and the same mm-hmm. it's brilliant mm-hmm. I love that. That's really important for for the way like DJs are treated these days. I think mm. that's good. Make them all do a shift mm, at the yeah. <laughs> Um Sophia, what mm-hmm. is your wildcard thing that you've brought? So this was probably the easiest question I found to answer um, because unfortunately we, we had a very tragic loss like in the community this week. Um, so the very important person that I'd love to talk about very briefly Uh, is Alex T, who was from Manchester originally, but then he went to uni in York and then lived in Leeds for like the past, what, really long time, a number of years. But he was an amazing DJ, like general supporter. He was one of the most supportive people I ever met of me personally. I think of you as well, Tracy. You mentioned today that um, he was there at the very first All yeah, Hands on Deck yeah, gig. Yeah, it was right. after the Object and Call Super thing mm. and we were all really hung over, but I didn't know how mixes and CDJs <laughs> and stuff worked and it was All Hands on Deck's first party and he just helped us out straight away, like mm. no question, like an amazing person. Yeah, he was wicked. Um, so yeah, he, he passed away a few days ago and he's absolutely just touched so many people even beyond Manchester, beyond the North, like uh, we've all been checking socials and stuff. Um, there was a RA article about it as well. Um, and also on fact, so like the tributes have been absolutely touching. I'm like, feel really blessed to have lived in like his home city and mm. get to spend as much time with him. 
um, and like know him so personally. Uh, but yeah, he played like mainly garage, but we actually did a Rinse FM show together um, when he asked me, because I play mainly like Italo and disco. I was a bit like, are you sure, hon? <laughs> um, but he was like, no, like I, I love it. I love your tunes. And he really loved music um, as well. Like a sort of story at Partizan was it on New Year's Eve um, two years ago. Mm. He was on right after me. I had the midnight slot and I finished on like, these sort of like 140 ballroom tracks and I saw his eyes from across the room and he was raging because he'd prepared something much slower and he came up to me and he was like since when did you play ballroom like you're a disco DJ what the hell I was like I'm sorry and he was like yeah you will be <laughs> um but no like obviously he smashed it he rose to the occasion like he could just drop records anywhere and absolutely kill it so yeah he's definitely some someone that's so important to Manchester and the wider community for sure Thank you for sharing. Much love to Alex's team. Mm. Yeah, I'm feeling like I've gotten to know the Manchester scene a lot better now. So uh, thank you, everyone. Thanks, Tracy, Sophia and Joe for sharing their love for Manchester. And thank you for listening to our very first episode of On The Scene from Resident Advisor.